Critics say the Perfect Pair podcast is a marriage and relationship fixer. Okay. You messed up, you messed up. And I finally had to just say, you know what, I messed up. And right. I left it alone. And then we good. But are we good? Because you still bringing the crap up. <laughs> right. So we obviously ain't good. We good. You having a Will Smith moment. <laughs> Wait, no. The reason why I'm saying. Do I need to slap the hell out of you? I right wish you would. See us two <laughs> fighting on this podcast today. <laughs> what? You lost your damn mind. Download, subscribe anywhere you get podcasts and watch on YouTube. Yay Networks. Hey guys, my name is Heather Lindsay. And my name is Cornelius Lindsay. And I'm so excited that you landed on Life with the Lindsays. This is so exciting. This gives us an opportunity to share our life with yours. Yes, we're going to be talking about everything from entrepreneurship to ministry to your purpose to why you are here. Family, parenting, relationships, marriage, sex, you name it. We are talking about it. So thank you so much for joining us today with Life with the Lindsays. Enjoy it. Hey, y'all. What's up? You on the mic? What's your beef? If you're watching on YouTube, we are so sorry. Mm -hmm. We don't have video right now. But the good news is we got our camera's charger fixed, and it's currently charging right now, but we needed to record. So next week, we are going to be back in business, and you'll be able to see my side-eye faces at my husband. (laughs) I mean, they can still go on to the whatchamadoo. What's that thing go? What, baby? It's the podcast. Just go. I mean, it's it's a podcast. It is a podcast. It's a podcast. People just like our expression. It's not, you know. And our extraness. I know. I know. And people be getting up in arms. Like, in our our last (laughs) podcast, like, yo, people. No, they were concerned. I got a message saying that I need to repent to you and my family. Come on, repent. For my family. You'd be throwing around that repent word. For my family. But but, but my thing, my thing is, my thing is, who, who, whom is you? But no, they're Whom concerned at, about how I treat you. Oh, how you treat me? Yeah. But even then, even then, I'm a grown man. I, that's what I don't like. I'm a, I'm a grown man. I can, I can speak for myself. My wife, my wife treats me well. We my treat wife treats each me other. Well. We treat each other well. well. Like we have a great marriage. And that, but I honestly think. I really wonder what kind of relationship some people have at home, like what their marriages are like. It's a trigger because. In in like I love the people who will comment and they'll be like I like your I like your podcast I like y'all's dynamic because y'all remind me of my relationship yeah. and it makes us feel normal yeah. because we are we're different you can and disagree this is how my husband feels or my boyfriend feels and my mm-hmm. fiance feels and this mm-hmm. is how I feel mm-hmm. we have those same conversations but it may we always thought we were just the outliers but y'all not like that I feel like that's normal. We you ain't going to get married and, and agree on everything. I think that's like this fantasy that people have that, oh, well, everything will be perfect because we're equally yoked and everything's going to be great. No, you guys are going to have disagreements. You have disagreements you're, and sometimes you're not going to. It makes it fun, though, because we're so different. I mean, imagine if we were all like you, you know, what I mean? that wouldn't be fun. <laughs> see, that that's the part right there. Where you needed a camera to see my face because we did. <laughs> Also, oh, hold on, but let's let's stay there for a little bit. If they if they were like me, then what what is like me? Explain my personality, if you would. <laughs> Explain my personality. Godly. Come on, godly. Ratchet. <laughs> ratchet. God, no. You little ratchet. You, I might find you twerking in the kitchen while you're cooking. Ain't nothing wrong I with might. a good twerk. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing wrong I, with I a good might twerk. Find you twerking. Ain't nothing wrong with a good twerk. Ain't nothing wrong um, with a good twerk. You're strong. Come on. Your Come on, strength. A leader. You better believe it. 
You don't take no crap from nobody. Absolutely nobody. I can care less who you are. You can be the president of the United States of America. You walk in, you walk in my house. I'm not standing up for nobody. Right. Um, but Jesus Christ. You're very protective. I am. Very loving. I am. Um, you're very loyal. I am. Um, Look at you. I know. <laughs> well, the world would be a much better place if we twerk more and argued less. Come on. <laughs> Come Tweet on. that. Tweet know, the hashtag, twerk more and argue less. Come on. But if you don't twerk, like do it, do it in a, you know, do it in a good way. I don't know. We just work, we twerk with each other. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> so, you gotta, you gotta have a, you gotta have a good twerk session. Like everybody in the family just need to just twerk. Just, right. just twerk all together. Just twerk in your house. <laughs> Maybe we can get everybody go in to the twerk kitchen, for dinner time. Just go in the, go in the kitchen, Maybe. just, just twerk. Ooh, we can turn on, what's that song? Andy Mino coming in hot, running in hot. How about we don't? And then we can twerk. That's How about <laughs> we don't? <laughs> I don't know. I really Something feel comfortable that. twerking into, you know, Itty, Minio, gospel rap. I don't think. I don't Why? know. I really feel comfortable with that. Oh, you want to twerk to godless music? We're godless. What the heck are you talking about? Godless music. Girl. Where's my video? Come on. If y'all saw seen the way I Jay Cole, my hair. look. Jay Cole. J. Cole, I, I mean, you can't, you can't, you, I can't really dance J. Cole, but I mean, you know, in, in all fairness, I don't just, I don't just twerk. I don't want y'all thinking I'm just walking around here just twerking my behind off. He, he don't twerk I, that much. I, I, I don't, I, but, but what I do, I, I like, I like all the dance. I mean, cause that's, I, I, okay. So I went to Riverdale high school. If y'all know, um, anything about Metro Atlanta and Georgia, Riverdale, Georgia, Clayco It's um, uh, I mean, y'all probably know like crime mob, uh, Southside mafia. So, I mean, one song that I feel like is the black people national anthem. One of them is knuck. If you buck like praise is what I do, but I can knuck. Wait, if you buck too. Didn't that guy kill somebody? No, no, no. Hold on. It was it. Oh, so, so knuck. If, so knuck, if you buck was a group of people. Oh, okay. So, um, and this, and, you know, this is, this gives you a little history. Oh, um, so at Riverdale high school, it was Riverdale high Clayco, uh, um, uh, Riverdale High School, Lovejoy, um, uh, Forest. You have you have a lot of different places. But uh, some of these guys all came together, and you had Southside Mafia and you had Crime Mob, and they were two different. I guess you say rival gangs. Uh, but nonetheless, out of that, you had you had Nug if you buck uh, come up, and I mean you had you had a lot of you had a lot of music that kind of came up so during. So were you guys that, like uh, dancing at? During like lunchtime? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. But Nuck If You Buck is not a dance. You can't. You no, can't dance about, like, to Nuck If You Buck. Culture, because I, I grew up in an all white school, small town. I had like a hundred people graduate with me. No, at lunch we ate. Okay. We didn't. Like, we went. There we was won. no breakout dancing at my school. Like ever. we didn't break out dance. I mean, that's that's some that's some y'all white people would be doing. I mean, not you know. I say y'all. I mean, you know, half of you. Wow. I mean, that, that's something y'all would do. Y'all break out in like a, a whole musical song. Hallelujah. Yeah, that thing. No, it, but it, it that was country one, music. Thank you. Nah. I mean, right. I, I like I like country music too. Babe, we're five. It's like in. strawberry we wine. To- <laughs> we haven't even told seventeen. The people country music about. is pretty dope though, because country music is a little depressing. Growing country music is always a little depressing. They'd be like, "I just drove down the street and my horse got shot. My dad <laughs> just died in my pickup truck. Oh, I'm running through the old base oh road." Gosh, I, can't. I guarantee you that's a country song right there. It, it'd be a little depressed. You're probably it probably is. A woman just left me. That's why and like I'm worship done. music. Like I was over here working, right? Yeah. And like I had this worship music playing and I literally just like broke out in tongues and tears. It was just so beautiful. Mm. I think it was Reckless Love I was listening to. But today? it was like spontaneous. Oh yeah. And I'm up here trying to work and it's so hard because I'm like worshiping. Oh wow. And so I feel like that's why I love worship music because it takes me to that place of like just man. I could turn I listened to J. Cole on, right on the now. way to the gym. Did it hey. fill you up? Yeah. 
It did. All it right. did. I just, All you right. know, love yours. It's just, it really, it, it, it touched that place yeah. in me. And it's oh, just, like love yours, like love me. Yeah. yeah. That's sweet. Oh, yeah. you're crying. Yeah, I am. I am crying. <laughs> okay, we're seven minutes in and we haven't told anybody what we're talking about. I'm a bad. <laughs> How y'all doing, y'all? My name is Cornelius. Hey, y'all. I'm Heather. And today we're talking about outlasting hard times. If this is your first time joining for our podcast, then this is what we do. If you've we already been here before, random. then y'all probably already like, that's just how they is. I, wish, I hope they get to, you know, people may be hitting us and be like, I wish y'all would just stay on topic. No, this is it's our so doggone podcast. People, people tell like, people, us what, what we should do. But people be like, I like it when y'all don't go on topic. I yeah. Like when you just talk. I mean, you know, it's just, it is what it is. If you don't like it, then, you know. We love you anyway introduces but we are talking about outlasting what you're going through because it's it's hard times out here it is you got to think okay in 2020 in 2020 um in a matter of a few short months millions of people lost their jobs yeah children were not able to go to school Mm -hmm. um and with with virtual learning that then put the burden onto parents to juggle not only trying to trying to have a full-time job but also, you know, make sure that their children are still excelling with their schoolwork. Um, and what people don't realize is the amount of parents who depended, who 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 depended on uh, on schools to be able to feed their children for lunch. Because yeah. a lot of parents, they're they're barely scraping by. You got to think about think about single parents for just a moment. Think about the single mom who's barely scraping by. She can buy enough. She can buy cereal and stuff like that for the kids to have something for breakfast. The kids didn't go off to school. So she, in many ways, depends upon the school to feed yeah. the child. The child, some of those kids have government assistance, which allows for the government, which allows them to give them free lunch. And then they come back home and she can kind of put something together so they can eat dinner and then kind of call it a night and then do it all over again. And the only thing she has to really worry about is on weekends. Um, but all of that is just really compounded yeah. over the pandemic and people are struggling. Yeah. And I don't know. I just sensed this this morning um, when I was like praying and seeking the Lord. And I just feel like it's like people feel like they are on this stationary bike where they're pedaling really hard to get ahead, but they just can't. It feels like they keep hitting walls and they keep hitting resistance. And I just feel like in the moment, like there's resistance, there's breakthrough after that. So if, mm-hmm. It feels like right now that you aren't going anywhere. It feels like everything you're doing in, is in vain. It feels like you're starting things and you're being faithful to God and you're doing what you know to do. But you're just like, when am I going to see a breakthrough? When are things going to get better? When are yeah. things going to get easier? We, I just want to encourage you guys to stay on the path. Like it's going to get better. I yeah. know it might be hard now, but I love Hebrews 11. It says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the things and the evidence of things not seen. And I ask you today, like, what's your hope? Where's your hope? Is your hope in, oh, you know, I'm your job. Is your hope in your situation or is your hope in the Lord? You're not always going to see the answer. And you know, that's big for us too. We're just so determined. And so we're constantly moving forward regardless of what it looks like, because we know that our hope is in the Lord. Yeah. And when your hope is in him, it's not misplaced. And so you're like, it don't matter what happened. I just trust God. Yeah. My hope is in him. And I feel like that's what helps us to outlast any hard situation in our life because our mindset is not focused on our situation. The more you focus on it, the greater the burden's going to become on the inside of you. The more you're going to stress out, the more you're going to overthink, the more you're going to get overwhelmed. But you can outlast the situation by taking your hope off of this world yeah. and putting it in God. Yeah. And I think I, I, I do. I want to kind of give an, give an example, kind of give a picture example 
to what you just said right after this. Now, you guys, your bank account should work with you, not against you. That's Come right. On. Aren't y'all tired of them fees? Come on. Know. Now, Chime is an award-winning app and debit card with no hidden fees or monthly minimums. Come on. I get so tired of the monthly minimums. Now, after all, you earn the money and you deserve to actually keep it. Now, y'all know the stimulus check's coming. Come on, Stimmy. Come on. Joe Biden got the got the stimulus <laughs> on the way. Hey, I'm just telling y'all something. Listen, with the with the fee-free overdraft on up to $100 in debit purchases with SpotMe. It's like overdraft protection, but it's so much better. Um, uh, you can you can get your paycheck, your benefits, you can get your stimies, get that get that stimulus check, Come on. and your tax returns up to two days earlier with direct deposit. No hidden fees or monthly minimums, plus 38,000 fee-free ATMs with MoneyPass and Visa Plus Alliance. You can turn on alerts to let, uh, let you know when your card is used and instantly block your card if something seems fishy. That means somebody, oh, somebody got your card and trying to spend <laughs> the money from your stimulus. You can stop it. But you can say, I mean, you can, you can just make sure that you, you know, if you're in the saving mood and you need to just put that on autopilot. You know, sometimes we forget. Yeah, we forget. Cool. And we're like, we need to make sure we put in that little 20, 50, $100 to the side every week. Exactly. But you can put that on, 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 a, on, a, on an autopilot. Now, listen, y'all join the millions on Chime. Sign up takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Apply now at Chime.com slash L-W-T-L. That's Chime, C-H-I-M-E, like Chime.com slash L-W-T-L. Chime is a financial technology company. Banking services provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank National Association. Members FDIC. Eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Overdraft only applies to debit card purchases. Limits start at $20 and may increase up to $100 by Chime. Early direct deposit depends on the payer. Out-of-network cash withdrawal fees apply. Third-party and cash deposits fees may apply. Go to Chime.com LWTL for details. So when you look at when you look at Hebrews chapter eleven verse one, uh, faith is a substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not yet seen. Uh, depending upon depending on how you look at the Bible, you can almost see it as as a courtroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it refers to the Holy Spirit. The, the scriptures refer to the Holy Spirit as a helper. It also refers to him as an advocate. We look at an advocate as all somebody, is also like an attorney or a lawyer. So if you're, th- if you're looking at a courtroom, then I want you to picture yourself as the defendant. Yeah. You know, it's almost like you're, you're on trial and the Holy Spirit is there to help to defend for you. He's there to advocate for you. I actually preached a sermon big uh, two years ago. The title of the sermon was, Please Shut Up. Because because yeah, a lot of times that. our mouth gets us into things and the Holy Spirit yeah. is like, could you please just shut up? I'm here to defend you. I'm yeah. here to advocate on your behalf. That's why Jesus says, don't worry, because when I leave, I shall send you a helper or an advocate or an attorney that will help to fight. I'm, 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 tr- I'm trying to I'm trying to rev up, but I ain't got an organ. <laughs> I need an organ. That's what we need on the we show. Need we need an organ. Button, right? we, we need, need an a organ. For an organ. But the, it, when it when it says the evidence in a in in a in a courtroom, the evidence is important. It's vital. Yeah. And a lot of times, because we desire to have control, we want the evidence to fit the narrative that we have. Which, in actuality, if we look at the evidence that God has already provided for us, so for instance, in Matthew, in Matthew, it says, "Why do you worry?" It says, "Why don't you go outside? Look at the birds of the air." It says, "It says, it says, recognize that they don't they don't have to labor yeah. for the worms they get. God provides for them. Look at the lilies of the valley. They they don't they, look at the grass. Look at the blades of grass. They don't have to worry. God provides for them. God provides the rain. He provides the sunlight. He made he allows for the 
the sun. He, he allows for the sun to set at a certain time for it to rise at a certain time. That God is cyclical. That God has already provided you with evidence that shows that I will provide. So in the courtroom, the Holy Spirit comes and he says, look, why are you complaining? Why are you worried? Yeah. Defend it. Calm down. I'm here to defend you. And here, let me present the evidence to the father so that he knows this is the evidence you've already provided. And the great thing is, the evidence that we have is the evidence that he has already given us. So now, as the scripture tells us, he remains true to his word, not to ours. I love that, babe. That's so good. Come on. Come That's on. why we got to outlast you this offering? stuff. Where's my offering? Um, you can get my offering. <laughs> but you know what it reminds me of? Like trusting that the work God started in you, that he's going to complete it. Absolutely. He's going to finish it. And I think we see finish it and we think like, okay, God's going to finish this project. No, it's like he's the alpha and the omega. Like yeah. your days are planned. Your days are figured out. Like, yeah. will you place your hope in him or are you going to place your hope in, in, you, in your own faith in yourself? Yeah. And I struggled with that for years because I was finding that I wasn't victorious and outlasting things. I was a quitter. I was a runner. When I had a hard day, I would book a flight. Yeah. Right. I would go somewhere. I would do something. And I remember when we got married, I had a rough week and I called you and I was like, I'm coming to Atlanta this weekend. I'm stressed. And you were like, um, actually, I thought you're coming next weekend or next month. And I was like, yeah, but I think I'm going to come this time because I just I want to get away from New York. And you were like, no, I think you need to stay there and kind of face the Lord. And I'm like, excuse me. And you're like, you run from your problems. And I was like, first of all, I need you to get out of my business and I need you to be normal and just let me go visit my, my boyfriend. And you like, was like, you're my man. And why are you going to tell me I can't come visit my man? Like that, that, like, you know, you're supposed to be the one to tell me that's when sister soldier came out. again. Sister soldier came out. She came out. She did. But and I remember you hung up on me. <laughs> you were like, oh my gosh, he's so mean to you. But y'all don't understand. I needed, I needed you to hang up on me. I was getting real buck on the phone. Well, you got, you got to, you got to, you got to give, you got to get backstory to that. My, my thing was you cannot, you know, tears and all those things, it can be a form of, 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 of uh, manipulation. manipulation. Oh yeah. I was manipulated. And so, sure. and so, you know, as a leader, I got to be able to, to, you know, to call that stuff out. So it wasn't just like you were talking. I just hung up. Yeah. It was like, Heather, we've already talked about this. You need to deal with what you have to deal with. Then it's like, you start crying and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, at that point you can't coddle what needs to be uprooted. Yeah. So I can't coddle yeah. in that moment, <laughs> Yeah. but it was like, you know, after, after whatever that, that was after that brief period, we got back on the phone and you were like, you know what? You were right, but you needed to have that time to be able to think about it. But I couldn't sit there and coddle manipulation. You can't coddle it. You got to uproot it. And I, I think you called me back the next day and you were like, Heather, you need to stay in Atlanta. Cause I was like, well, screw it. I'm or New go York. Or yeah. New York. Right. I was like, I'm just going to go to Miami. Cause I was going to fly somewhere else. I was like, whatever. He don't tell me what to do. And then you called me back and you were like, Heather, I really feel like you just need to spend time with the Lord this weekend. Like you just need to seek his face and stop trying to fill your voids by running when it gets hard. Yeah. And I was so glad that you called me out. You know what I mean? I needed that tough love because I was on a path of just trying to fill my voids with all the wrong things. Yeah. And so I'm thankful for that. But I had to learn to outlast my situation by facing it yeah. and saying, okay, I'm not going to let this situation overwhelm me. Um, and then I had to realize I needed to change the way that I thought. Yeah. I thought. I feel like so many of us want to outlast in our own strength and our own ability and our own to-do list. But if you don't change the way you think, you're going to constantly quit on everything that comes your way. Yeah. You, you'll begin to see a pattern or a trend in your life of quitting on jobs, quitting on churches. You go from church to church. I remember one girl um, I was mentoring. She 
when the mentorship started, she reached out and she's like, I was like, so tell me what church do you go to? And she's like, well, I'm leaving my church. And she's like this. I was like, okay, how long did you go there? I went there for a year. Okay. Where'd you go before that? Well, I left that church. She had all these issues with all these, all this leadership. So I told her, you're probably going to have an issue with me too, because you have a lot of patterns in your life of running or quitting every time you don't get your way. Yeah. And I was like, well, what happened with your last pastor? She's like, well, I told him what he needs to do with COVID and everything that's happening in the world. And he didn't listen to me. I was texting him and calling him and emailing him and he wouldn't, he stopped responding to me. So I, I kind of, because at the time you were a pastor, so Mm -hmm. I put myself in a pastor's shoes and I explained to her, he's got a lot on his plate. He's probably very stressed out. He's got other members reaching out to, and it's crazy. Eventually she ended up turning on me too and turning up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, and she'll continue in that pattern, unfortunately, until she makes the decision that, you know what? It's not everybody else. It's me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I created something called the, uh, the outlast mentality and, um, and, uh, and, and through the outlast mentality, one of the, one of the things that came out of that is, uh, is, is the outlast outlast 30 program that mm-hmm. I've talked about. And we talk about that a little later on. But a part of a big part of the outlast mentality is about soul care. Mm-hmm. And people usually ask me, well, what does soul care have to do with outlasting? And I believe that soul care is, is the totality of the care for self. Uh, it is no longer segmenting or separating the different aspects of who we are and then trying to fix, you know, these different things without caring for a full self and recognizing that as C.S. Lewis said, we don't have a soul. We are a soul. Yeah. And with the soul that we are, all those things are connected. They're all conjoined. And once we start to, once we start to really care for the soul, like even for that young lady, there was some soul care she needed. Sure. There were absolutely. some things she needed to, she needed to uproot from the inside of her to deal with deep in her soul. There is not, there is not any amount of mentoring that can help that. I got guys to reach out to me and they're like, well, I want you to mentor me. My problem is, is that, yeah, I was, I was talking to somebody, a guy here recently who I'm, I'm coaching, I'm mentoring this guy. And, you know, I, I said, this is the game plan. I want you to run the game plan. And I got on the phone with him and we're having, we're having our, one of our sessions. And he says to me, he says, well, I did this. And I said, well, this is complete opposite of the game plan I gave you. And he was like, okay, so what do I do now? And I said, well, now the, the decision, I, I mean, I really have two decisions. Number one, I may quit. I may quit in this process of mentoring you. That's one, that's one of the things I'm thinking about. And the other side of it, you have to start over. Yeah. Because you're not following the play. Because now you've turned this about this when it's never been about that. Yeah. That's just, that's just, the, that's just the, up. that's just, you know, that's the fruit of the situation. I want to help yeah. you deal with the root. And the root is that you're insecure. You lack confidence. You don't have a voice. You don't have all these things you think you, that, that you, that you say you have, you don't have it. You have an ego, you have all this stuff, but you don't, you don't have voice. You don't have individuality. You are not tapping into vulnerability. You're not tapping into those things. And that's what needs help. But you run off this way and you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not dealing with the proper care of the soul. And a lot of us are not outlasting because we're not properly taking care of the soul. So when we're confronted with those issues, we either, you have a choice. You can either adjust and grow or you can stay exactly the same. You can stay exactly the same. You can, you can keep performing the you same can patterns. Keep paying for mentors, keep taking coaching classes. You can keep, keep running the conferences. Courses. They can go, they, people, that's what they do. They go to yeah. conferences and 
prophets and evangelists and apostles want somebody to lay hands on them. You're going to church every single Sunday and you haven't changed. That's because it's, it's not so proper gross. soul care. Yeah. There's no real. soul care at all. And see, this is, I'll, 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 I'll mention this, but let me mention it right after this. This is big, y'all. What interferes with your happiness, babe? What makes your heart sad? A lot of crap. <laughs> <laughs> now, I believe on a serious note that if there's something in your life that's, you know, preventing you from achieving your personal goals, then it's so important that you get therapy. We've talked about it many times that so yeah. many of us have unresolved trauma, things that we've not faced or dealt with in our own life. And we want to encourage you guys to try out better help. Now it assesses your needs and it matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. How cool is that? You can connect in a safe and private environment online and it's so convenient and you can start communicating within 48 hours. Yeah. I mean, this isn't, this isn't a crisis line. This isn't self-help. This is professional counseling is done securely online. You can send a message to your counselor uh, at any time. And I love that you get, you get great responses. I mean, it's, it's no secret that depression, anxiety, all those things are at an all time high right now. Mm-hmm. There's ever been a chance, I've ever been a time that you've, if you've had an inkling or a thought I should reach out and talk to somebody. I'm telling y'all, better help is where to go. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. The great thing is everything you share is confidential. I love it. Um, it's convenient. It's professional. It's affordable. And uh, again, it's not a crisis line. These are professionals. I love it. Now, I want you to start living a happier life today. Now, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Lindsay's. Now, you guys can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that is betterhelp.com slash Lindsay's with an S. So this is one thing, you know, I was, I was explaining, I was explaining, you know, my soul care program. And my, my outlast mentality to a guy here at lunch saying one of the things that I was saying to him, he said, okay, so, okay, so you have the spiritual and you have your, and I said, no, spiritual is not segmented in this. And he said, well, I thought that's supposed to be first. Well, I think that's one of the biggest problems that we have spiritual. When I, when I put, when I put spiritual discipline in an area by itself, then what do we usually throw in a spiritual discipline box, babe? Going to church. Yeah. Praying, praying, reading your Bible. Reading your Bible. And you but separate it from everything else. That's exactly it. Yes, but you separate it from everything else. Yeah. When the Bible is very clear that we need to make sure that everything we do yeah. is to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. That means when I drink a glass of water, I do it to the glory of God. If I'm, if I'm outside throwing a Frisbee, I do it to the glory of God. If I'm outside feeding homeless, whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it to the glory of God. The problem is, is that we segment everything. So then we, we look and we say, okay, I got to get my spiritual discipline. I got to be at church. I got to read my Bible. I need to pray. That's, that's one thing. I do my physical discipline. Let me go to the doctor. Let me get conked up on pharmaceuticals and everything. That's that. And then I got to, so I, so now spiritual is over here at church only. Uh, uh, you know, my body is only at the hospital only. My, my, my mental may be at the library or at school only. And then, you know, my social may just be at the club, wherever I go to only, mm-hmm. but there's no, there's no conjoining of them. Yeah. So when my spiritual is by itself and my social is by itself, the two don't mix. Yeah. So I look at church on Sunday as one activity. And then I look at going to the club on Saturday night as one activity. But when I'm, but when I mix my social when I mix my social with my spiritual, then now my, my, my social begins to look more spiritual. Yeah. Because my social begins to mimic my faith. That's a part of true soul care because now I'm merging all of them together. 
I'm creating something, a mentality that causes for me to outlast and not having to carry on this different egos because this is where I go. So I have one persona at church on Sundays. I have one persona at the club or socially or at the football game, wherever I go to. I have one persona when I'm at work, one persona over here is bringing them all together. So you're saying go to church, read your Bible and do all those things, right? No, go ahead. I'm, 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 I'm just, no, I'm letting you finish the question. Understand. So I'm thinking like for the soul care program for say somebody that's coming in, that's a new believer that right. doesn't know who Christ is. Right. Then obviously like those principles help us with our growth with Absolutely. God. So how would you, what would you tell them? I, I would, I would tell them to merge the things together. Like, okay. If, if you, if you see, if you see your Christian faith, your, your Christian walk, with just being uh, just imported on Sundays, then that's a yeah, problem. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's seven days a week. It's, it's not like one day it's, a week. It's, it, it, it's every single second of the day. Yeah. Like faith does not, I don't, I don't abandon faith just because I leave the building. Yeah. I keep faith because I need it when I drive in the car. No, that's real. You know, that's I need real. faith parenting my, uh, parenting my, my kids. I need faith no matter what I do. I need faith. So, you know, I, I would, I would tell, I would tell that new believer the goal here is to merge everything together. Hey, yeah. read your Bible. But I don't need you to just read your Bible on Sundays. I don't want you to just make it first. Yeah. I don't want you to wake up in the morning saying, well, okay. You know, because everybody says, everybody uses, uh, what is it, Matthew 6. It says, seek ye first kingdom of heaven. Yeah. And everybody, I feel, like, I feel like it's misquoted a lot. Because what people do is they, 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 read, they read the kingdom of God first and they make, they make God priority, not foundational. Yeah. I believe that the verse itself is referring to foundational. Like our whole life. Everything. Yeah. Not, I wake up in the morning, I seek you first, let me get my devotion out of the way. Then what do we do? God's not in any more of our day until yeah. we find, until we get, until we get in front of some unhealthy food and say, God, please, please make this nourishment for my body. <laughs> that fried chicken ain't nourishment for your body. You're going to so kill yourself. You use chicken as an example. Ooh. I agree. Ain't nothing wrong with chicken. Ain't nothing, hold up, hold up, hold up, swell oh, up. If only we had the video, man. What you, what's my chicken? What's my chicken? Baby. What's wrong with chicken? But I believe that the Lord put that conviction on your heart. What conviction on who? I ain't convicted about nothing. You know, about, about chicken? chicken? No, absolutely not. You like chicken? I love chicken. Mm -hmm. I eat chicken. I, but I, love I just cooked but, chicken but last why night. why do you use the example of green beans then? Which is my green beans? Because you know chicken's not nourishing for your body. Chicken is nourishing for you. I said fried chicken. Don't you you go you go you go. I mean, hey, you gonna cake up some chicken? You gonna cake it up in some flour and throw it in some canola oil? It's gonna be some problems. But if you take that chicken, you throw that sucker in the oven. You know, you bake it, put some Parmesan cheese on it, and then you know, put a little bacon grease on it. You are gonna be all right. And that's it's so wild that keto that people that eat keto don't don't look, okay. look 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 like, look, 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 look 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 okay okay okay. If I don't hey. disrespect vegans, do not disrespect the ketos. Baby, you do okay. Who? I don't disrespect vegans. Be like a tree hugger. Once. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, you I am. You that grass has feelings in a family. It does. It doesn't. It does. That chicken does. Listen, 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 Linda, listen. I am vegan plus. You know what that means? Baby. You know what that means? me against vegan. No, it isn't. That means I am strictly vegan. Okay. Plus. I eat beef and pork and chicken and turkey. Are you eating the dinner that I'm making? What is what you making? Making vegan truffle mac and cheese. No, I ain't eating beans, that. I'm not corn. eating that. I'm not eating that. Can't eat that. Already, but I, I cook. Remember, I cooked a big thing of chicken oh, yesterday. That's right, you did. 
Yep, okay. I seasoned up real well, threw some Parmesan cheese on it, and I, I have some bacon that's going to go along with <laughs> it, and I took some some bacon grease that's and like put that on meme. top of it. That's like the meme I tagged you in. It's going to it's gonna be amazing. But I also made some Brussels sprouts on the side, and I put a little balsamic glaze mm-hmm. on top of that, with, uh, and I threw some chopped All bacon right. inside of it. All right. It's going to be an amazing meal of Brussels sprouts and chicken. All right. So anyways, back to the Outlast program and I love it y'all it's like this free program and me and my girlfriends actually are joining it and um it starts with a 30-day challenge and I love the the challenge it's like um we work out twice a day Mm -hmm. we're in our accountability group we're all reading a book together um we all have like a certain diet that we're sticking to and plus no sweets right and you know I've been loving sweets lately but I already have plans I'm making Twix I'm making all this stuff that's vegan and gluten-free and healthy right. for the month. But um, I love the program. I love the accountability. And I think it'll be really cool. And and the reason the reason why I created this program is because, you know, since we're since we're talking so much about health yeah. now during the pandemic, my my problem has been and all the talks that we've gotten from the government and everything else. I, and I, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm, I'm American, so I know we all you know, listen to this in different countries. But my problem is that I don't hear a lot of people talking about alternatives. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't hear that. And I, on my, on my, on my other podcast, to be honest, I talked about this and I got, I got some hate, some hate for it. Cause they're like, you know, don't tell people not to get a, not to get a vaccine. Listen, my thing is, I just want people to have, to have an alternative. What is the alternative that we are providing with people? Okay, we can tell them to go to go get the to go get the vaccine. I, I had a problem when in the state of Georgia when they when they said, okay, it's not now. I think now all adults over sixteen can get the vaccine. But before that, they was like people now who had 12. a they said yeah. people who had a had a had a, uh, um, a BMI, uh, a body mass index were over twenty percent. Now that's not that's not obese, overweight, fat, whatever it may be. But I, I thought that that was concerning. When I saw the CDC report that said 77% of people who were co- who had COVID-related hospitalizations were obese or overweight. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. When we are talking more about pharmaceuticals than we are about pushing our country and pushing citizens to say less control what we're putting in our mouth. Because the pandemic, we all talk about pandemic weight we put on. And and I believe a lot of that began to affect our mental capacity as well, because our food affects how we think. Sugar is a drug. That's real. And people are doped up. It's addictive. People are doped up on it. That's why after you can finish eating a big old meal, a big old hungry tail is talking about some, I want something sweet. (laughs) (laughs) You just ate four plates. I want something sweet. Yeah, because you're you're addicted. Yeah. We talk about crackhead. We don't talk about sugarhead. Hashtag. Hashtag sugarhead. Come on. Sugarhead. You're funny. But I, I feel like it, no, that's, that's a real. problem, you know? No, you're right. You're right. I love that. I feel like it gets to the root of the issues and the root of the problem so we can move forward. We can heal in a proper way. And I love that we're doing it in a group. Yeah. So if anybody ever, if anybody wants to join, it's totally free. Go to outlast30.com. Um, you can get your group together. You can start at any time, um, but it's 30 days of just being intentional. Yeah. And then I'm adding other personal things that um, I need help with in my own life, personal things that I'm going to be working through. Yeah. So I'm really excited about it. You go to outlast30.com. There's an ebook on there. Yeah, there's you can ebook. You can get yeah, the ebook. I need, this, I need to read um, that. But you get, you, get the, you get the ebook and all that kind of stuff. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a very simple program, but I, w- I want you to remember something. This is the, I didn't create the program just so you can work out. I, I don't, I don't, I mean, if you lose 20 pounds, great. 
but losing 20 pounds is, is gonna be a result of you losing 20 pounds internally. This is soul care. This is about you taking care of yourself. This is about you being renewing able to your renewing your mind to your habits. Because yeah. our habits are trash. Yeah. What we pick up is trash. We're not prepared. It's just, it, it's trash. It's really, really trash. So that's the reason why we have it. But y'all, I mean, I appreciate y'all. I'm hoping that y'all are really outlasting everything you're going through. Yes. And we want to encourage you to continue to outlast because there's something beautiful on the other side. There you is. Just don't quit and you don't give up. Beautiful thing. So we love you guys. Yes. Thanks for supporting. And next week we'll be back on video. Um, but we love y'all. Make sure you follow us on social media. I'm Heather L. Love. And also our Instagram is Life with the Lindsays. And uh, yeah. Versus this is Cornelius. And this is Cornelius. On Instagram. All right. We love you guys. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.